Hi, this is Bill Prater, and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Today's episode is Secrets to Storytelling for Business Presentations, and we'll do that in just seven minutes with Steve Warner. Now, Steve, uh, in the last eight years, went from bombing in his first life event, I can't even imagine that he bombed anything, to building over 65 sold-out productions for himself and his clients. He has crafted and critiqued over 350 one-to-many sales presentations and has spoken on over 200 stages, including Harvard University. When COVID hit, he hit the pause button on live events, pivoted, and he now, and, and over that period of time, he's helped 32 online entrepreneurs launch storytelling webinars that had netted over 5.1 million and counting in sales over the last 18 months. Steve, it's fantastic to have you here, sir. Bill, thank you so much. That was, that was like the best intro ever. That was better than I could have done. So thank oh, you. Oh, that's fantastic. You're such a sweetheart. So tell us, I know, but. Our listeners don't yet know who your ideal client is. Sure. Um, I work a lot with online coaches, consultants, authors. Uh, we have a few financial planners in there. We have a lawyer in the mix. Uh, pretty much anyone that is selling online, selling an information product, selling coaching, something along those lines. So in uh, that group of people you just articulated share a common problem, I'm sure, that you Steve Warner can solve. What is that problem? Uh, selling one to many. A lot of people either want the sales funnel to do all the work for them, or they're doing one-on-one -on -one sales calls. What I have found, um, my skill set is being on stage of some kind, whether that is a group Zoom call or whether that is in front of a group of 10 to 15 people at a lunch and learn style event or a big 500 person, 2000 person event. If you can talk about something in a way that you get it across to people and you have them lean in and say, I want that before you ever make an offer, selling to a group frees up so much of your time and is the jet fuel that you can pour on your business to really ramp up sales. So Steve, the left brain in our listeners has been totally engaged, switching over to the right side. What sort of feelings, emotions, symptoms might be going on inside of our listeners that would give them a signal, you know, I've got to put this aside and reach out and talk to Steve and his team? Sure. So I'm going to answer that with a really short story. If you go back to high school or college and think about your favorite teacher, now I want you to think about your least favorite teacher, your least favorite teacher, right? You would go into class, they're probably standing at the board, scribbling away. They're giving you a ton of homework. They're talking at you really fast, probably in a monotone voice. If you remember Ferris Bueller, Bueller. And what did you do? Our brain gets overloaded. If you were like me, you put your head down, went to sleep, you passed a note or you just left. I ran out the back door more times than my mom would want to know. But now if you think about your favorite teacher, your favorite teacher, you go into class, they're engaging, they're funny, they know your name, they probably taught less, but engaged you more. And I bet all these years later, if you ask yourself, you can remember something that they taught you. You have a positive reaction to that. That's the key 
to selling from stage. You want people to engage with you. Short stories like the one I just told, get people to smile, they get people to like you. It's not about all the technical stuff. All that does is weigh our brains down and pause us and make us feel overwhelmed. What we wanna do is have a positive reaction that gets people to say, you know what, I like that guy, I trust him, I'm gonna reach out to him. So uh, our listeners, exactly the people you work with all the time, a lot of them, maybe all of them, or at least 95% are programmed to solve things on their own. And uh, so when they try to do that, Steve, what sort of mistakes do you see them taking, uh, making over and over again? So the first one would be just teaching way too much. Our ego says we need to deliver value. What we think is value is I'm going to give them everything I know in the shortest amount of time possible. That does not create anything. That creates overwhelm we just talked about. Real value is entertainment. Why do people watch eight hours of TV a day? Why do people read trashy novels? Because they want the lightweight entertainment. So if you can mix entertainment and teaching together, get them to learn one thing from you, and then lean forward and say, I like that, they will reach out to you. So the number one mistake is over-teaching. That's the biggest single mistake. The overteaching, yeah. I was thinking about Forrest Bueller, who I've actually, I, I've actually met the actor once or twice. And nice. Yeah, it's fun. So, hey, Steve, there's a lot of things you could help people with, but for, but what is one single thing that our listeners might do, maybe even right now, uh, right today, that would help them break through this? jam they've created for themselves and get moving forward? What is that one thing they could do? So come up with, there are five core stories. I can't go through all of them in seven minutes, but I will give you one that changes everything for people. And that is the value story. Everybody says, you can trust me. I act with integrity. Well, what's the first thing you think of when you hear that from somebody? I wonder if that's true. Instead, come up with a short story that lets people understand that. So one that I tell quite a bit, when COVID hit, we had over $100,000 from three clients to hold live events for them. In ethical, like I I was stressed. I was like, what am I gonna do for these people? And I woke up one morning and I was like, you know what? I just need to refund them all of that money and I'll figure it out. So I refunded over $100,000 out of my bank account. One of those clients reached out to me and they said, you know what? We're not going to be able to hold a live event with you, but we trust you. Can we move forward? Can you help us build a webinar? Do you think that would work for our business? We need to do something with COVID. We built that webinar. Their launch week, they did over 80,000. That particular webinar has now done over half a million dollars. What do you know from that story? I get results from my clients. You can trust me because I will put my clients first. Tell a story like that. Come up with something like that instead of just saying you can trust me. Exactly. Just saying things sounds like checking the boxes. I love this whole storytelling approach you take, Steve. So uh, I know you've thought of a fantastic free gift to give to our listeners, Steve. So what is the gift and where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Sure. So what I have for you is the Death to Bad Webinars program. It is five videos, 
five templates and five walkthroughs of how to use it. It walks you through the five core stories that we talked about, where you can use them, whether that is email, whether that's social media, whether that is selling from stage, walks you through everything that you need and you can get that at deathtobadwebinars.com. Deathtobadwebinars.com. I love the fact that you've got a specific URL for that, Steve. Brilliant, brilliant. So, Steve, look, (laughs) I told you I'd ask you seven questions, but I only thought of six. So what were you waiting for me to ask you, and what's the answer to that uh, hoped-for question? Oh, man. Uh, One thing that I love to talk about, I love storytelling. The other thing is being perfect. So many people, imposter syndrome, one of the reasons that we spout so much wisdom on people and we overload them with teaching, this is like the biggest thing that if people can get past it, it was a piece of advice that was given to me when I got started in 2013, and it took me probably four years to realize, and it's stop lying to yourself, stop lying to other people, be okay with being imperfect. Our biggest fear The thing I see that holds people back the most is the fear of judgment. I don't want to do public speaking because people will judge me. I don't want to send out emails that are imperfect because people will judge me. Get over that because people will judge you regardless, but people love authenticity. I send out emails to talk for another time. I send out about five to seven emails a week. I write them usually between 10 and 11 o'clock at night. There's misspelled words. There's grammar errors. There's all kinds of not perfect things that my English teacher would hate, but my readers love it. I have a 35% plus open rate, more than a 2% click through. And I would say 80% of my business is done through email and public speaking, both of which I am not perfect at, but get amazing results. Excellent. I love that. Avoid perfect focus on excellence. Beautiful device. Steve, thanks very much for spending this valuable time with us. It's very much appreciated. And I know our listeners, if they've got half a brain on their heads, they've got to reach out and talk to you to get this whole concept nailed down once and for all about speaking one to many and being the most effective that you can possibly be. So Steve, thanks very much. No problem. My pleasure, Bill. Thanks for having me. So everybody, now let's focus on a single fact, and that is this, and Steve hammered it. Our businesses do not become perfect in a single moment. They don't become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of the owner first learning and then applying a proven combination of having the right mindset of a dedication to a system of management. And number three, leveraging high-performance teams, whether or not they work directly for you or there's somebody in the outside, an outside resource like Steve Warner and his band of brothers. Steve, thanks for being here with us. Everybody else, thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.